Welcome to Masterpiece Women. This is Tina Raines, and I'm the founder of Masterpiece Women, and I am so excited to have you here today. We are a community of authentic women from all over the world, growing together personally, professionally, building businesses and ministries together. And today you're going to hear from a great speaker. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite tea and sit back and grow with us. Thanks for being here, ladies. Hello, Masterpiece Women. Welcome back. We are so excited today to have an amazing guest. Kimberly Hobbs is the founder of and executive director of Women World Leaders. Welcome, Kimberly. Thank you, Tina. I'm so happy to be here and uh, nice to understand a little bit more about who you are and your ministry as well. Absolutely. We're just thrilled to have you. So I love your vision. And ladies, for those of you who are not familiar with Women World Leaders or with Kimberly Hobbs, it's a worldwide ministry that empowers women to find their purpose, which God has just for that individual. And Kimberly oversees all elements of the ministry, including the Voice of Truth magazine, which is an incredible magazine that she'll show you in a little bit, I hope, so that if you would like to um, subscribe to it, you can. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. has lots of great content in it. And she's also the CEO, co-CEO of the World Publishing and Productions. It's an international best-selling author, speaker, motivational leader, and life coach. So she and her husband together are doing some incredible things around the world. And I just love what they're doing as part of Women World Leaders. They also have a podcast called Empowering Lives of Purpose. And they, those are podcasts that interview great women each week. And um, I was very thankful I was able to be with her today. She's been on all kinds of different broadcasts from Moody Bible Radio to Daystar and all kinds of other stuff. So we just met recently and I said, oh, you have to be on our podcast. So welcome, Kimberly. And I would love for you to share a little bit with the women about how you actually got started. Like, tell them a little bit about your ministry and um, what led you there? Oh, thank you. Thank you again, Tina, for having me. It's an honor to be here. And I love, love sharing about the ministry and what God is doing within and also our, our business, which correlates with women world leaders. So I just feel that back, uh, women world leaders is now going on four years old and when I had that vision back about four years ago, it was uh, because I loved encouraging women. I, I guess that's one of my gifts that God has given to encourage and empower women. And, uh, and I had others that would share with me, Kimberly, you should start a Bible study. You should do something to uh, encourage women and because that's your gifting. And I always had that feeling of being unworthy, like, oh, I've had such a past and, you know, some, and remember our past does not define us, but back Amen. then <laughs> it, it was holding me down for, from doing something that God was calling me to do. And, but thank God that I was able to release that to him. And I thought, you know, this could be very, um, 
wonderful to do something that I was so passionate about, which was encouraging and empowering women to follow after Jesus and turn it into like coaching. And so we opened the doors to women world leaders through a vision that God had given me. And, and I knew it was going to be big. I knew it was going to be worldwide because when God spoke it to my heart, I had felt those that I just saw world, world. How does, how do we get out to the world and impact the world for Jesus Christ? And, but we had to start somewhere, right? So I said, let's do that. Let's start as a Bible study, bring women in. I can do what God's called me to do, which is to encourage, empower, and call leaders and ask them to just join up with me because I knew I can't do this myself. There's no way if I want to be worldwide, I have to empower others to do what God's called me to do. And so together I, I called on about 12, I think 12 or 13 women that God put on my heart. Cause I prayed for that for a while and they started off with me and we started a Bible study and it, we called it women world leaders. Cause that was what God put in our heart to do was lead women to Jesus. And, uh, we, the Bible study started very small in our home and went, it just soared. God just blessed it and it grew and grew and grew. And we went to a church and before we knew it, we outgrew the church. And, uh, well, that's again, it just continued from there. We are now worldwide and we are so blessed. <laughs> I love it. I love it. How, when you, you get a vision from the Lord, he gives you a vision and then he, um, starts making it happen. You know, he shows up, you have these events and you step out in faith, you step out on the water. Right. Amen. And then he shows Amen. up and he brings you yes. in the boat. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's what he did. He showed up so many times. Like we saw so many God moments through, you know, the, the beginning of starting off. Cause it's scary. It's scary to step out of the boat ladies, but God steps with you. That's the beauty of it. When you're oh. serving him and you surrender to him, he steps right there with you. He's not going to let you fall. He does. He, he gets you, gets you into that boat. And then he makes that boat. Sometimes before you know it, he's going, you're going across the water really, really fast. <laughs> you're that's like, right. hold on. So it sounds like that's, that's kind right. of what he did with you. And I know that when he's calling us, I remember when he called me, there were some really specific times, like he showed me in the word or in my prayer time, or sometimes even in songs or other people where he would confirm these ideas that he gave me. I would love for you to share a little bit about when you were walking through that season and he gave you the idea, like what were some of the things that he did for you specifically, Kimberly, that you knew that he was going, this is another confirmation. Here's another confirmation. Okay. My heart is beating because this is something so powerful in my life. And this is actually how uh, we came to the verse that we have is our life verse for uh, women world leaders, which is Ephesians uh, 3.20. So backing up way many years before God prepared me for this leadership position in such a ministry as women world leaders, uh, I would say it was about 12 years ago. And um, I was in a place just coming out of uh, a relationship. I was in a broken place in my life. And God met me there when I surrendered and bowed my knee to him. And I, I confessed my whole past to him. And I said, God, I want you to use me. God, 
I am giving you my life. And I, I felt because of the story God gave me and walking away from what I walked away from, it was powerful. And I knew it was powerful. And I knew that I was supposed to write a book. I'm not a writer. I've never written before in my life. I, I didn't even like English, <laughs> you know, but I aced it. It's amazing. But God put on my heart to share my story. And one of my stories had gone to Moody Bible, um, to God at work. And, uh, and that was the first opportunity I had to share my story. And so after that, they were asking if I had a book and I said, no, but I felt a book was coming. And when I sat down in a backyard, it was a, a defining moment for me because I, again, as I, sh I shared ladies, I surrendered my life to the Lord. I asked him, Lord, from this moment, writing this book, what do I write about? I need to know where do you want me to go, Lord? And he, I did one of those close your eyes, um, put your finger in the Bible. <laughs> and I said, whatever verse you lead me to God, I'm going to use this verse to catapult everything going forward in my life, including my writing. And it was, I opened the word, just opened the Bible, put my finger down, looked at it. And it was Ephesians 3:20. And Tina, I had never seen that verse in scripture before ever. So I sat there for an hour and a half, just circling the word, a couple key words in there, which was power. I'll just, the verses unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or imagine according to the power at work within us. And that verse came alive to me, ladies. It jumped out Love of it. scripture. And now we hear that verse all the time, right? But that is what God used for me to not only start writing my first book, but writing all the way through the years and preparing me for such a ministry as this. And now a, um, also a business, as I said, simultaneously, there's ministry and business together. It's, it's so cool. But I would say um, that was my defining moment of God showing me that verse, his scripture. It was not going to be me that did this. It was going to be God that the power at work within us, Lord, if you, if you are a believer, ladies, you have that power that's at work within you, allowing you to do exceedingly abundantly above what you guys can only imagine. It's what God does for us because he's the one working in and through us. Amen. Well, I love that scripture. And you know, when you think about how God called you and ladies, I want you to think about what is it that God's calling you to do and how can you apply that scripture to your life? Because mm. when God calls you, he does equip you. And oftentimes Amen. I find that women who the Lord's speaking to, whether it's to start a business, whether it's start to start a ministry, there's this fear that paralyzes them. And especially if they don't feel worthy, especially if they've had a past that may not be um, what they think is perfect. None of us have a perfect mm -hmm. past. I mean, that's what God is using, right? And every single day for me is my past mistakes, my past failures that allows yeah. me to help empower the women that I work with. And so I'm going to encourage you women 
take that scripture, grab hold of it and grab hold of Ephesians 2.10, which is what Masterpiece is built on because you are a masterpiece and renewed in him, he has great plans for you. And he may be speaking to you and talking to you about what it is he wants you to start or do. And it may be different than where you're at right now. I'm going to tell you, jump out of the boat, walk on water. Mm -hmm. He will hold you up. If he calls you, he will help you do it. And um, I, I just love your story and how it, you know, you look back at those, those pillars, those times of how he, you know, he gave you that scripture in the, in the backyard. Yes. Yes. Love that. I won't ever forget it. (laughs) And were there other things that you saw that um, were just constant confirmations to you, Kimberly saying, yes, this is what I want you to do. Yes. This is what I want you to do. Of course, all through as I began writing, and that was my first step of obedience because I kept hearing that write a book, write a book. It was through different people that would hear my story because I kept sharing my story. So it was write a book. Well, I knew that was God putting it inside of me to write that book. So as I was writing, it allowed me to heal and heal from first before God could do anything with my life as a leader in a leadership position in a ministry. He had to heal my heart first and heal what I had been through. And so through that time of writing and searching for scriptures and trying to apply the scriptures through what I went through in my life, um, I was able to start processing it and realizing, okay, God, this is what you meant here. This is why you, you instruct us. Don't do this, you know, (laughs) because don't go there. Right. And, um, and so I'd learned so much and I saw the mistakes that I made and why I made them. And so all through that time, God was growing me, preparing me for ministry, preparing me for my business, preparing me for what I am now doing and walking in and through it. And so it was a, it just was a chain of time. So I would get confirmation after confirmation through writing that I was on the right path. And, you know, you get that peace, that peace Mm -hmm. that passes all understanding when you are in God's will for your life. And so writing became being the center of where God wanted me back then and bringing me to again, that place where I knew I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know it was going to be leading a ministry that that's where he was going to use me, but I knew it was going to be something. Cause again, I had that passion to encourage women, to help them not make the mistakes that I made. I love it. And from that, he gave you and your husband, the two of you, the um, vision to start this production um, company as well. Correct. It's a production and, um, Well, it's a publishing, publishing uh, publishing production. Yes. And that actually came through the ministry of women world leaders, because we have worked with so many women, helping them to share their stories, helping them to uh, express what has happened in their life where God showed up amazingly. And we, my, um, my co-partner in ministry, which uh, is Julie Jenkins, we both have that desire to uh, pour into women what God has strengthened us with in certain areas. And she's more of a teaching leader, but it was her and I together that just kept getting the uh, signs from the Lord that we need to 
open up this area where women could bring these stories, get them published, make movies out of them because they are amazing stories. And that is showing the world what and who God is through our life stories. Um, Revelation 12, 11 said they overcame him, him being the enemy. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So that's how we started. It was more with my uh, co-ministry partner, Julie Jenkins and I, and we started world publishing and productions together. Wow. I love that. I just love how, you know, we have one idea of how we're going to do something. God turns it in a, into a total different package. And it's so beautiful to see how now he's using you. So ladies, if you're writing a book or you want to write a book, get, get with Kimberly. She can help you Please. do it. So Amen. I love that. That's exciting. Um, maybe I'll be obedient and get my book written. <laughs> yeah, that's been one And of I my will encourage goals. you to do so. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why God put you in my life. Right. Kimberly, it was such a divine appointment time. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. (laughs) That's right. I'm going to walk through it with you because I was there that, that place of no Lord, I can't do this. Yes, you can. Yes, I can can do it. I can. And I will in Jesus name. So amen. That's right. You claim it. That's the that's first right. step is claim it. And you just did that in Jesus just, name, in Jesus name. So we're going to have a book done. Um, let's talk a little bit from a practical perspective. When you're launching a business, you're launching a ministry. You know, we all have great mentors in our lives and we ha- always, you know, go back and reflect on that person that gave us that profound piece of advice Um, that Mm -hmm. really helped us catapult us into our business or ministry, what would be a piece of advice that you were given and how did you apply it, Kimberly? That's a great question. So I, as I look back uh, at the different people that poured into my life at various times, uh, I would say the word that probably arose the most would be integrity that, um, Mm, I love have integrity, you know, not only in our ministry and our daily walk with Jesus, because we should have integrity, but carrying it into the business. um, When you are ministering to an outside world that doesn't know Jesus, they're watching your life. Ladies, they are watching what we do, what, what comes out of our mouth. Are we backing up what we are saying that we're going to do for them? And I would say be faithful. Uh, and that is what I had poured into me is that you be faithful. If you say you're going to do something, my mentors would say, make sure you follow through and do it. Be punctual with time, everything. If you say you're going to be somewhere at 10 o'clock, you better be there five minutes before and be ready, you know, and if not follow through and say why you're not, if you say you're going to provide something for the customer you better make sure you wrote that down and you don't forget in trying to sell the job that you provide what you said you were going to provide and do whatever you can to make sure you follow through. So I would say that that was the biggest thing that I have taken away from advice through the years from mentors. And I believe that's a lot of why um, I am successful. And I don't say that proudly. I say that because I am obedient as God is faithful to us. 
and he, his promises are true. If you promise somebody have that integrity to follow through and hold through with faithfulness. Amen. That is so important in the workplace and in ministry. And I think Mm -hmm. so often the enemy can use um, people in the marketplace and people in ministry you see them fall. And um, it was interesting because we had a speaker at LifeWork Leadership just recently, and he talked about how these leaders fell and some of the signs that they actually, mm-hmm. if you had been watching the signs, you could have seen that they were going to fall because of these different things. And one of the key things was they started to compromise. They compromised in small areas. And when mm-hmm. you start seeing those compromises in even the most minute areas Mm -hmm. of your life people see them um but it also it's one bad decision leads to another you know andy stanley has that um has a book says the best question ever and it talks about so important how we have to ask the question to ourselves is it really going to get us where god's calling us to be and thinking about integrity and never compromising because one compromise leads to another to another to another and so that's Absolutely. so such great advice in every aspect of our lives. Um, we can't compromise. We have to do it with integrity Never. and own it, own it when we fail, because we're going that's to, right. if it's unintentionally, right. we fail, own it. That's the best thing you can do is yes. say someone, I'm sorry, I made a mistake or I'm sorry mm. I failed. Right. Because yeah. it shows your integrity and your, you know, being yes. a person of, um, integrity. So I think that's such a great piece of advice to everybody. And I think one of the things we grow from the most is oftentimes not our successes. I feel like sometimes, well, the majority of the time I've seen when people responded to me, it's been my failures that I've been transparent and authentic to share that Mm -hmm. help them to see that oh, I'm not alone. (laughs) Someone else did that? Really? (laughs) You know, Um, and letting them be transparent. I would love for you to share, Kimberly, what would you say was your greatest mistake that you've made in business or in ministry? And how did you overcome that? Like, what what were the steps practically that you took to resolve it? Okay. So I would say working with women is very challenging. And this is kind of a challenging question for me, actually. Um, Working with women and all the different personalities. I love what you just said prior to this question, how sometimes we have tendencies to compromise. Well, because I always want to encourage and empower women. I, I don't want them to feel bad ever. And I, sometimes when things are wrong and they're, they're dead wrong, or a person is wrong in my past, I would more, I wouldn't be bold in how I stood up for what is right and stood strong in my convictions. And I would compromise because, you know, either you don't want somebody to be disgruntled or you don't want them to leave, or you just want them to hang on. And it would, I would compromise to the place where I was sick, physically sick in my stomach. So worried about it 
And not, it wasn't necessarily that I was the one doing something wrong. Um, they in fact were, they, they were the ones who may have been out of line or whatever, but because of my personality, I had to learn to be a stronger leader and be convicted of what God has shown me to be truth, stand on those convictions and have the boldness to say it back to somebody Mm -hmm. when they are clearly the person that was in the wrong and not tickle their ears just so they'll stay. God will take care of that part. He will take care of it. If somebody is wrong and they played a key part in your business or in your ministry, and they are trying to put it off on you, um, you know what, stand strong in your conviction. Cause in the past I've compromised to maybe keep them. And then it, it turns into a whole can of worms. So that's a mistake that I've learned to overcome, be bold in my conviction and what God has shown me is truth. I love that because I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, you know, when we compromise in any area and sometimes if we, when it's our employees, for instance, and we don't want to lose them, you know, oftentimes you'll hear the leader say, oh, well, I, I kind of let that go a little bit because I didn't want to lose them. They're good, you know, this, that, and the other and make these excuses. But the reality is you're hurting your whole team if you do compromise and keep someone that really doesn't fit any longer. Um, oftentimes, mm-hmm. even when they have been a good employee in the past, but they're just no longer a good fit, let, not letting them go is actually more of a hindrance to that person because you're not letting them go do what it is that maybe God's calling them out for a certain reason. But yet, right. uh, some of that's a little bit of control, don't you think, too? Like, exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. And strong women. We have a tendency to want to control it. Um, for me, so I hated firing them too. Oh, that's the worst having to let somebody go. <laughs> They're yes. not going to like yes. me. <laughs> They're not going to like me. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, you know, have to overcome that. That's a people pleaser in me. And, you know, we're not called to please people. We're called that's to right. the Lord. Right. Amen. Uh, Amen. But that I think is this constant struggle if we're being transparent, real in all of our lives, where we have to really step back and go, okay, are we trying to please man? Or are we doing what's right? And sometimes it is, true. you know, the fact that we're trying to please man. So I think it's, mm-hmm. that's such a great, great, great piece. And with that, you know, in Masterpiece, when we have three pillars, we have the first pillar, which is authentic relationships, because we really believe that true authentic relationships, especially with women, because women are doers. If we are doing and we are together, united, there's so much we can accomplish for Christ. So our first one is authenticity. And the second one is developing our personal or professional um, selves. And then our third one is doing good in the world because we believe that God's called us to be generous and to be um, transforming the world. We're not here just for ourselves. And so those are the three key pillars of Masterpiece Women. And so I always like to ask our um, guests to talk a little bit about how have you used authenticity, Kimberly? I know you already shared a little bit about that, but I'd love for you to dive a little deeper of like when you shared your story how did you see God show up? Because I think that's so powerful for us to be more authentic. 
And Tina, that was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life as, uh, as I began women world leaders. Okay. And God puts me into this position of leadership, leading such a ministry and leaders. Uh, I, <laughs> I knew I came from a past and I felt him prompting me to share about that past and be transparent. Like you were just talking about Tina, authenticity is so important in leadership and just sharing some of the vulnerabilities of your life, ladies. I mean, that is so important. So to, to take that first step was to actually share my story in writing. We, we have done many projects in women world leaders where we have written books and we have invited many, many women to be part of the books that we have produced. And in doing the first one is where God just took me out of the box and said, now you are going to share the, the dark and dirty, the ugly, the sin that I have saved you from, and you're going to share your story. And I was so afraid to expose myself in that place. And so I had to pray and pray and pray and pray about it all the way through every single word I wrote, I read and reread and reread before it was published. And I was like, does this really need to go out there, Lord? And I kept hearing the words, yes, it does. And I tried to tone it down a little bit and, uh, but no, God said, put the dark and dirty in there. And, um, and so I did. And do you know, Tina, when that book came out and, and again, it was, I was in a book with a lot of my sisters who also shared stories and it was called from tears to triumph. And, um, when that book came out, it had impacted so many women that came forward to open up and share their struggles with me that they, they identified, they were able to go to that place with me because that's where they were too, or some of them still were. And I can't even tell you the countless number of women every day I would open up and I'd have messages. I'd have texts cause I would put my email in there and, uh, women reached out to me from all walks of life, from all over the place, sharing their ability to identify with what I walked through. And that to me was showing me again, confirmations that God said, I told you to share that story. And you did. And he was blessing me with these women because I was able to then feel when women connect and that comfort and that ability to really take them where you once were and where God has delivered me from and help them come to a new place in Christ is, has been the most rewarding thing. So I can't tell you enough ladies, even when it goes against your grain to open up about your own life, please, please pray about it and do it as God is calling you to do, because that's where he's going to start with you is your own life and what you've overcome. Amen. I love that. That's such, I'll never forget. I was on a phone call one day. I was leading um, at our church. We had this huge singles group and I spent about 15 years single. Um, and in that season, one of the women called me and was sharing what was going on in her life. And I remember 
just that moment thinking, thank you, Lord, that I walked through what I went through because I got it. I understood it. When she was calling me, I knew exactly what her pain, how she was feeling in that moment. I could identify with it. And I was able to use it then to help her navigate through that. And it was just such a beautiful thing that because I had been authentic with her, she felt the, the freedom to reach out to me and I was able to navigate her through that. And that was just mm. like such a precious time of the Lord saying, see, baby, those tears were not in vain. Those struggles were not Amen. in vain. Amen. I'm using them, you know, mm. and I love how he does that for us. How when we're authentic, yes, it's to help other people, but it's also gives us freedom when we can just let it out and be real with it. It's healing when we're authentic. Also, though, it's so rewarding, just like you said, like that's some of the most rewarding times in my entire professional and you know ministry career has been those times of the response that it received from the women when I was authentic because they needed it yes. so desperately. They we needed all, it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's such a gift. I just believe authenticity and vulnerability are such gifts to our soul and to the, the women that we serve. So Thank you for sharing that. Well, we're just about at that wrap up time. And I love, I could sit here for hours talking to you, Kimberly. You're such a welcome. No, I feel the same with you. <laughs> You're such an inspiration. I just love how God put us together. Um, and ladies, sometimes, you know, sometimes God works in mysterious ways. It was my husband that met Kimberly. Right. He goes, I have a divine appointment for you. Her name's Kimberly Hobbs. You need Amen. to meet her. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Amen. Lord. I feel the same about you, Tina. <laughs> Thank you, Monty, too, for connecting us. Exactly. What a gift. So what advice would you give to somebody, Kimberly, that was dreaming about starting a business or a ministry? What would your piece of advice, I know you already touched on integrity, it's so important, but maybe a tangible, practical way to get started. What would you um, share with the ladies? Well... I, again, I, I guess I just relate it to me, um, and how I started each my ministry and my business. And, uh, and it wasn't always this way in the past, uh, because I did start, um, multiple businesses way back when before I would say before Christ in my life. Uh, but in my walk with Jesus, what I needed to learn and what my advice to you to be would be ladies is surrender it to God, surrender what you are about to do to the Lord Jesus Christ, give over all of your own control and allow God to take the control and the lead in whatever you do, whatever you do. And if you keep that in the forefront of your mind, every single day, when you wake up, God, what I do today is for you starting my business, uh, starting my ministry, or you're in business, you're in ministry, surrender it to God daily, because sometimes we do give it to God. And then we try to take it back when things we want that control. We're women, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, God knows who we are because he created us. So again, just voice it back to him. God, I surrender this to you. I don't want to start anything without you being 
in complete control of this, of me, of everything I do for you. And how can we fail that way, ladies? How can we fail? Absolutely. We have the God of the universe at work within us. Remember, now unto him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or imagine. You want to start this business, ladies? You can't imagine what God's going to do if you allow the power at work within you to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or imagine. So please, I just pray if you take anything to heart that I said, it would be surrender that control, surrender it all to God, because only he is the one who's, he knows the beginning from the end. You don't ladies. So how could you know what this business is going to turn out like, or the ministry is going to turn out like you may have a picture in your mind, what you want, but is that what God wants? But if you surrender it to him and you allow him the control, it's not going to fail because it's going to be the will of God that goes on and on and on and on. Amen. That's great, great advice, Kimberly. And I just love how God is multiplying your ministry. And I look forward to seeing how in the future, who knows what we're going to do together, because it's going to be Amen. wonderful. And so ladies Amen. from Masterpiece Women, I encourage you to check out Kimberly's website. You want to share your website with them, Kimberly, and I'll put it in our notes as well down below our podcast. Oh, thank you, Tina. Sure. Our ministry website is www.womenworldleaders.com. And you can reach out to me personally at Kimberly at womenworldleaders.com. And then our business website is worldpublicandproductions.com. And they're also, if you're looking to write a book or you're ready to go in any way and you just need that information, you can reach out to me at Kimberly at worldpublishingandproductions.com. Thank Perfect. you for allowing me to share that, Tina. Oh, no, absolutely. The one thing we are all about at Masterpiece Women is collaboration, collaboration, collaboration. Every event we have, we say there's no competition. There's only collaboration because I believe that God has brought every one of our businesses and our ministries together to make a huge impact for him versus oftentimes ministries tend to like try to compete and all it's crazy to me how some ministries don't want to collaborate because they don't want to um they don't want to share donors and things like that and i just feel like we have such a huge god that he wants Amen. us to collaborate with each other and support each other and you know what god is doing something incredible through your ministry and through masterpiece women and there's going to be mm -hmm. a lot of value that your ministry can offer to our women and vice versa so you know yes. if any of your women um have a heart to start their own business they want to work from home they want to have an online business but they don't have a clue how to do it we can offer that service to your ladies as well. And the ladies Wonderful. in South Florida, if they want to have, um, you know, come to the luncheons, we have monthly luncheons. We're actually having a retreat in October, which we only have a few slots left for. Um, I believe we have about 10 left um, available for women in October at New Smyrna Beach. So there's great, fun, exciting things happening with Masterpiece Women Ladies. Make sure that you follow us on all of our social media channels, we have YouTube, we have Instagram, we have TikTok now. Wow. <laughs> Who thought it? Uh, I know. <laughs> 
And of course, our podcast, you can hear them on Apple and Spotify and Google and Facebook. So make sure that you follow us and um, you learn all about what we're doing. We have lots of free programs for you as well. So thank you, Kimberly, for joining us. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Oh, thank you for having me, Tina and Masterpiece Women. It was a pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure.